Well, greetings, everyone. Glad to be with you again for yet another episode of The Shakedown. I'm your host, Warden Aaron Dawson, joined again by Lieutenant Richard Motes. Uh, good to be back with you. Uh, we got, I got asked a, a question about a month ago uh, about possible topics for the show. And one of the topics that was brought up uh, was the use of technology in jails. Um, you know, the, what are the concerns? What are the benefits? What are some, some things that, uh, that need to be considered when we use technology in our jails? And I know at, uh, Morgan County, uh, we are constantly, uh, utilizing technology and trying to, uh, increase the use of it, uh, whether that be, uh, kiosks in the housing units or in your lobbies, whether that be some kind of messaging devices, whether that be tablets. <laughs> Whatever the case may be, uh, technology, as far as uh, the inmates are concerned, uh, one benefit of having Lieutenant Motes with us again today is that as a administrative lieutenant, and uh, that carries with it a long list of uh, job titles, but he deals with the technology in the jail. So I thought it was very appropriate to uh, have him with us. So Lieutenant Motes, thinking about technology, uh, Let's talk about the concerns first. What, what are what are some concerns maybe that you had? Uh, we discussed. Others have discussed um, as far as use of technology in the jail. Well, first off, um, if you're a corrections officer, unless you went to school and got an IT degree, um, and are completely <laughs> not using your degree, um, you know about as much about a technology as I do. So, so I have completely learned by the by the seat of my pants, for lack of a better term about this technology, about all the stuff that's new age coming to jails. What is the, the newest? You go to a conference somewhere and it's the the newest, greatest thing on the market and it's yeah. going to work for yeah. jails. And I always go back to one time we were at a conference and um, we sell we sell e-cigarettes, the little vape sticks or whatever on commissary. And we were at a conference and a guy goes, I guarantee you an inmate cannot destroy yeah. these pens, yeah. these vape sticks. I said, is that right? He said, yeah. I said, uh, what about if I take it apart? And he said, well, well, you can't take it apart either if an inmate can. I said, okay. I said, give me 30 seconds. So he hands me the little stick, and, and I literally go pop, 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 and pop the vape pen apart. And I said, your you're, you're indestructible vape yeah. stick is not indestructible. <laughs> the same thing applies to technology. Be very careful about what you, you um, think is the next greatest, biggest thing without doing your research on it. And everything we use here. We've researched extensively. I mean, we have, um, I won't name the name of our provider for terms of, I don't know, legal something probably. And and, and they don't sponsor the show. Yeah, they don't sponsor the show. So that's no good name. Give us a sponsorship. We'll, we'll name Absolutely. Um, Throw that anyway. name out there. But like, we, we've been with them for a while and, and we're basically a beta test facility for them. So when their new technology comes out, they present it to us. We try to break it. We try to tear it up. Um, I'll give yeah. you an example of that here in a second. Um, but we, we try our best to get to know it before we actually get our hands on it. The biggest thing that we've ran into, um, by far is, is we have the ability, we have video visitation and we had to do this when COVID came about all of our video visitations remote. And I know a lot of jails around the country are like this now. Um, we needed the ability to monitor our video visitation. Well, then we ran into the problem. We really don't have enough video visitation monitors or kiosk on the wall to be able to hold up to the amount of demand we have. Even scheduling visitations, we didn't have enough, enough 
area, enough uh, yeah. units. Yeah. So we reached out to our company and they're like, yeah, well, we've got these tablets. We can try those. And so we, the first ones we started out with were these 10 inch uh, windows based tablets and we've still got them rocking in one of our housing units. The things work phenomenally. Um, they're durable. If there's a problem, it's an easy fix. Well, even our uh, our company that we love so much has has some harebrained ideas right now that Warden Dawson and I in the past week have wanted to pull our hair out over. It's fact. Um, it's fact. They decided that they were going to switch over and change over to um, mobile devices. All right, they're not. You have some companies that do refurbished iPhones and they'll do like messaging off of them or whatever. That's all good and dandy. These are actually like brand new <clears throat> non known cell phone brands. I mean, it's not Samsung or anything like that. It's some name I can't pronounce. Um, <laughs> but they're they're supposed to, they're durable. You can tell they're durable. Well, <clears throat> the only problem with this is, is, is those systems operate on an Android operating system. With the generation of people coming up today, 25 and under, okay? My generation, the 35 and under, and even Dawson's, he's a little older. Um, <laughs> even his generation, we were the computer people. So, like, if our parents needed something to do with a computer, we were the ones that had to do it, That's especially right. my grandmother. My grandmother, she's about to turn 87 years old, and I'll never forget, I was in the fifth grade, and she got her first computer, and all she wanted to do was be able to play slot machines online. That's it. <laughs> so here I am in the fifth grade trying to set up a web line on serve or whatever it was back then. Um, and so, <clears throat> anyway, what we've run into with that and those video visitations is those little handheld tablets, um, they figured out two different times how to hack around them. Okay, the first time was is you could you could log into the thing, hold the power button down, it would recycle, you tap here seven times and it would pull up the menu <laughs> yes. and you could get out and go to like the actual settings of the phone. Then you can open up the web browser and they were watching, you can imagine what, and, and Facebook and everything else. Absolutely. That was about six months ago. We fixed that problem. We got ahead of it, we fixed it, everything's been rocking along. Like last week, one of our inmates was like, hey, um, they figured out how to hack the phones again. I said, not the same way they were before. No, <laughs> they figured out a different way. Okay, so naturally, he's a, he's a very good, um, well, he's a snitch. He's a very good snitch. <laughs> and so <clears throat> he comes up to me, he's like- Unofficial Lieutenant, informant. Yeah, yeah, unofficial informant. That's yes. Uh -huh. um, so he comes up to me, he's like, hey, Lieutenant Moses, how they're doing this. And he shows me, and literally, they found it by accident that they could top in any number and if they accidentally closed the phone out and opened it back up and they didn't, they couldn't remember what number they dialed or whatever else, if they hit cancel, it went back to the login screen. But at the bottom of the Android phone, the back arrow was still there. So they would hit the back arrow and it would take them to a website of the company for where, where people report problems with video visitation. That's all great and dandy. Great idea. Except at the bottom was the link to their Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter page. Mm -hmm. So they scroll down to the bottom, and they're like, huh, I wonder if this works. Hit Facebook, pulls up the login screen. So they routed around it again. So in essence, we were doing that. So, so that's one problem you have to deal with is, is these guys are creative. If they can yeah. figure out how to get around something, they're going to figure out how to do it. If they can break something, um, excuse me, one of these handheld tablets or one handheld phones last week, Actually, yesterday, doing a shakedown and found one in 8,000 pieces in an inmate's cell. The guy had busted smithereens, and some of the sharpest things I've ever seen. 
So we're probably going to move to get rid of those, honestly. Um, <laughs> right. Those are one of those things that, like, tried and true time, like, we appreciate it. They worked okay, but we want our big tablets because they work a lot better. So you deal with that side of it. Um, then you have to deal with, uh, you have to have staff. Um, so the staff's workload, how are you going to hand out those tablets? How are you going to take them back up? How are you going to monitor video visitation? Um, I know that there's some, you know, humongous jails around the country that have their own gang intelligence units and whatever else that we are not one of those. We're not one of those. Absolutely um, not. And so <laughs> that, that they sit there and watch videos all day. Well, around here, our supervisors monitor them when they get a chance, when they're not dealing with inmates in the back or, or employee drama, which that's going to be a podcast episode. Right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Right. Um, when they're not dealing with that, they're spot checking visitation. When, when the warden or I get a chance, we go back and spot check them. But the problem that you run into with that is you can only give those rights away to certain people because of the other concern that arises with that. Um, some of the, the, the actions of, I like that. of the videos. Um, the scenery. Yes, the scenery. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's very yeah. good. The, yeah. um, the, 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 the sport that goes on with it. I like um, that. Anyway, it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, it, it puts some of the stuff on the internet to shame. Okay? But it's... Uh, you just have to look past that. We, we pull their visitation for a period of time, according to our inmate handbook, whatever else. But it's going to happen. You give people the ability that they're in their home visiting with somebody, and and they hadn't seen each other in a few weeks, and and you know they're they're they really love each other and they're really missing each other, even though the guy that she's really loving and really missing is going to call another girl in five minutes Absolutely. and really love and really miss her too. Um, but you, you kind of have to deal with that. And, and the reason you can't give everybody a a log into that is because you can't have that stuff end up on the internet. Yes. Um, in today's age and time of of, of selling <laughs> everything um, for yeah. for a price and making a lot of money at it, apparently, um, I, don't, I just don't think I qualify. In that Probably, yeah, I, you I don't know, know if I make any money. I, I'm not going to research it just for the record. No, no. Anyway, <laughs> um, but you you have to worry about that. I mean, you have to take that into consideration because. I don't know if there's been a lawsuit over video visitation being leaked or not, but man, could you imagine, like, if if you know those revenge porn people or whatever that like, would steal people's videos yes. off iPhones and like, yes. hold them for ransom? It's, you, the jail's a picking ground for that, you know. Um, and then one of the things that we've ran into is is witness tampering, and what happens is is the, is the witnesses or the victims in a case may have that inmate blocked. They may have their phone number blocked or whatever else, but then they just go pay an, another inmate, you know, two packs of chicken ramen noodles or a honey bun or whatever else. Right. And, and they let them use their login. And, and we try to stop that, but w with our biometric login and our pin numbers and all that, well, that doesn't do anything if, if the inmate's standing there doing the stuff for the other guy, you know? Right. So those are just some of the negative connotations that you have with, with the, the technology and stuff. But, the benefits probably, I would say, outweigh the cons tenfold. You know? Yeah. So with um, with the with the with the concerns, would you say that a good way of thinking about it would be is use it for what you're capable of using it. Absolutely. If you only have three staff members that are going to mm -hmm. be monitoring this stuff, or they're going to be controlling the issuance and and the retrieving of the equipment, okay. You only use what you can for those three people to do what they got to do, so it doesn't get bigger. Exactly. Then you can get away from you, and you don't you don't have any having you can't control it yep. basically. Um, and yeah, I know you were talking about the, the the benefits. Oh, I definitely agree with you that the if you can regulate it, mm. 
the benefits definitely, I mean, definitely outweigh the concern. I mean, if nothing else, it gives them something to do. Yes, absolutely. And it totally occupies them. So, yeah. Um, and, the, you know, you, and, you know, I remember being uh, hearing an old educator say one time that, you know, with kids, if you don't give them something to do, they're going to find something to do. And usually that's not what you want them to do. Well, same holds true with inmates. It, it definitely definitely gives you. Oh, yeah. Goes, uh, I mean, it goes back to the idle hands theory. <laughs> yes. If they don't have yes. something to do, they're going to find something to do. Yeah. And, and you think about the fact that, you know, yes, they are inmates, but they do have family members. They do have people they care about. They do have people they love. And those people know them better than we do. So connecting them with that, yes. definitely, definitely a positive. Um, but some things we've, we've, you know, we've thinking about and talking about, you know, upcoming here, here, uh, in our jail is the benefit of the possibility of education. Oh, so, yeah, absolutely, man. Like we're, uh, we, we've kind of, we're uh, about to redo our contract on our stuff. And, and one of the things we're adding to that, we're adding education to the inmates. Now we have a, a volunteer organization that comes in. We have GED classes. We had high school classes going at one point that kind of fizzled out because just like y'all can't find employees, we can't find employees, neither can the school system, apparently. Um, so we were doing that, but but on this system that we have, um, they have the ability that they can do online courses to, to further education or further job training, whatever else. You know, we would love to set up a trade school at our jail. That, that, that would be a long-term goal for us. We don't have the staff, the resources, or whatever to do it. <laughs> yeah. But if we could provide them something to to achieve, something to work for, whether it be a you know a certification in something, just a just a certificate saying, "Hey, I took these classes," whatever else, and and, and technology can provide that. I, I think at one conference uh, we talked to a vendor that they actually do like a college degree through through like the inmate yeah. the inmate uh, population based on like mail-in tests and, and studies and whatever. And that was long before we got all this technology stuff. That was, that was a while ago. Um, but the more technology you can provide, the better, the more, the more education you can provide, that goes even further. So now you've gone from just giving the inmate something to do. You've given the inmate something to achieve, something to work for, something to, to grow themselves, to grow their family, to benefit them when they get out. Yeah. Um, you, you know, it just, it, it helps. It really does. And so, um, yeah, I, I mean, the, the education itself sells it for me, you know, and, and we yeah. have a law library on there. You name it. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. And I mean, and from a, and then from a very basic level, just when we think about benefits or, or pluses, I mean, it's a control tool. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. I absolutely. mean, everything, everything that you use in your facility, whether that be, you know, rec yard, whether that be a book cart, whether that be technology, whether it be whatever, uh, you know, that if you can give it to them, you can take it away from them. Right. And so it's a, it's an, it's an avenue, another avenue of control, uh, so to speak. Um, but I agree, uh, with what, what most are saying that as far as, you know, technology in the jail, I mean, definitely, I mean, you got to be careful with it, uh, just like anything else. But uh, it is it is it is a huge plus, and the fact that it gives them something that to do that is not harassing us, it takes their attention away from the staff, gives them something to focus on, think about. I mean, they've got stuff that you know they can earn games or whatever, watch movies, listen. I mean, what depending on the technology and the system you have, uh, there's worlds of stuff out there that keeps them occupied. Um, so definitely, definitely a, a plus. Um, one thing that we're, uh, you want to say something? Yeah. One story I was going to tell you, cause I know we're running out of time, but back to the benefits and I, I meant to tell you this and I totally forgot. 
the month after we started off-site video visitation. All right, and we were doing just the kiosk on the wall. We had a federal inmate in here um, that was calling his family back out in the Midwest somewhere. Okay. I don't remember yeah. what state it was. <laughs> yeah. um, he's calling his family out in the Midwest, and his phone, the family member's phone that he's talking to, they're on their iPhone. They do a grand tour of an eight-room grow house for marijuana in a state where that marijuana is was illegal. Um, and that so is fantastic. I'm watching video visitations, and I'm like, uh, narcotics investigators, we got a problem. <laughs> so we ended up getting the the, the the IT address, the IP address, and all that stuff of, of the phone, and I actually tracked it down, gave it to the marshals, and the DEA raided the house two days later and got a humongous grow operation down from this little old video visitation in Morgan County, Alabama. So that's that's one of the big benefits is the the, the information and stuff you yeah. can get from them just watching them. That they just give away for you. Yeah, absolutely. They, <laughs> because they will tell everything. <laughs> um, case in point, when I have to testify in a capital murder trial over the 26,000 phone calls that this inmate made in his 1,200 video yes. visits, yes. Um, Lieutenant Motes, have you watched all these videos? No. Absolutely No, I have not. not. No, because so. I have a life. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome, awesome. Well, guys, uh hope that uh, you got some information out of that that you can use. Uh, if nothing else, maybe answer the question. Piques your curiosity. Uh, but keep in mind, any any thoughts or any questions or, or things you want to comment on this or some other topic we've talked about, remember, uh, we've added uh, the email, uh, the shakedown at jailtraining.org. That is the shakedown at jailtraining.org. So shoot us an email. You got a question, uh, an idea, uh, whatever the case may be. You got some communication you want to use. Uh, make use of that. Um, but guys, as always, stay sharp, stay safe, stay vigilant. And until next time, Godspeed.